Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mentors. Right now, we are continuing our interview with Tima Alaj, and last we left off, we were talking about her story of transformation and embracing femininity. We are about to jump into things like growing a media platform, being a generous person, and the picture-perfect world. If you would like to read about those topics, there's a free resource article titled Being Genuine in a Picture-Perfect World waiting for you in the bio link below. Let's jump back into the interview. It answers it beautifully. Like, I was having a hard time sitting still in my seat listening to your stories because it's it's true and it's abundantly true. You know, like you said, even in the corporate world, even when you got older, these you know these women were not supporting you. And again, it does not have to be a competitive environment. It does not have to be yeah. a happy environment. And and you know, I know that I know that stems from some you know sort of immaturity. And again, women are very competitive in their own fields. You know, and we can obviously pinpoint those fields, but I don't feel the need to at the moment. But the fact that, you know, you, you embraced who you were, you embraced your femininity and it showed in beautiful ways, even though there was resistance, just makes my heart sing. Makes my heart sing. And it's not, a, it's not a weakness to be feminine. And I think we get that message as we grow up. Um, you know, you have to, you know, speak a certain way. You can't say certain things. Being feminine is just as powerful, if not more, than it is to be masculine. And we just have different qualities and we don't, it's not natural for us to be masculine. It's just not, it's not a natural, we're not built that way. And you don't see men wanting to be feminine. Like, do do you get what I'm saying? Like, why do we have to always change? Like, why does it always have to be us? I just don't understand that. And being feminine is a powerful thing. And it's not about being weak at all. And I just want to stress that point because Again, I feel like subliminally for some, for some reason where that's the message that we hear is that if you're feminine, if you are a female, that that's not a strong thing. And I don't know if that comes from men or if it comes from women or upbringing, but I can tell you that with the lack of support that I had from other women, that really comes back to their own insecurities and their own um, view of themselves and so many women talk about equality and how they feel like it's men that are suppressing women. And I'm going to say something controversial. I really don't believe it's men. I feel like it's our own doing. It's up to us. And if we're not going to support each other as females, then we're never going to have that impact that we want to have in the world. And I'm not saying that men are not a part of it. They are, but I believe it's a much smaller part than what we believe. I really believe it's our own doing. And that's why I'm such a believer in, you know, supporting other women. I don't care if you're prettier than me, smarter, smarter than me. I just want to support you. I just want to support you. And that's when I found your video on LinkedIn that day. I'm like, oh my gosh, this beautiful young girl is just going to take the world by storm. And if I can help her in some small way, not that you even asked for my help, but I thought if I can help her in some small way and and have that support that I never got growing up, I would love to be even just 0.01% of that, just so that I can give you that little bit of a push and reminder constantly that you are an incredible woman and that you're going to achieve amazing things. And I just think it's so important to do that for each other, as long as it's genuine, of course. Um, I mean, it's hard not to support you though, Ava. I mean, you're pretty amazing. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> you speak life into me, you know, 
it's not even 0.1%. It's, it's <laughs> my life. Um, it's, and it's been incredible. I mean, in, in just how you're speaking now, you, you come from this, you, you come from, I, I don't like the word authenticity, but you're real. You come from genuine, it's, it's, it's true compassion and it's grounded in reality. Everything you say, because I, you know, I love people. I do. I love people. But sometimes it's fluffed up. It's like, oh, what a phenomenal person. Oh, you know, how, how great are they? But you can tell when it's not real. But Tima, you, you, you radiate this, this, you know, this realness, this genuineness um, and this love. Like you radiate love. Were you always like this? Did you become like this? And this is, I mean, I kind of had this question written down. But like, you know, you're just such a giving, caring and loving person how did you, did you, was that something you embraced or is that how you've always been? I've always been curious. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I think I've always been like that. I mean, I, my parents are very giving as well. Um, I think it's a cultural thing, you know, we're, we're such givers. Um, but I have been like this since a, I was a young child. And I think also because the way I look at, honestly, the way I, I treat people, especially in the things that I, I, I really focus on like that encouragement and that support and that love. They're all the things that I really wanted growing up, which I didn't get, not necessarily from my parents, but I was looking for all these things. You know, I felt like I needed that person to help me. I needed that person. If I, if I just got that support, I would be able to be here and be there. But I didn't realize growing up that I needed it from myself. So I feel like it's just a constant reminder um, I just want to just be encouraging and supportive because we all need that, whether we say we do or not. And I just really focus on it because you just don't know who doesn't have it. And you could just be that person that you can just give it to them that one moment, that one day, even if you never interact with them ever again, that could just be that thing that that will always, always drive them, always push them. And, uh, and I just believe in just being a good person. I really, really do. So, uh, it and plus it it feels good to be good to people doesn't it <laughs> it just feels good absolutely, absolutely and you know i i genuinely feel like that's how you have built such a phenomenal audience right like you take the time to be caring you take the time to be listening and everything you do is to help others now i have a lot of friends in like the marketing industry in a lot of them are great at what they do and they have put out that secret formula of the personal brand. Personal brand does not just mean, hi, you know, I'm Tima. Hi, I'm Ava. Here's me. Here's I, hi, I'm here. Me. I'm going to tell you my stories. Like that's okay. That's okay. At some points, like the why is, has been a staple in marketing, but the people like you who have really figured out how to build an audience or how to get those numbers. It's not about the audience. It's not about the numbers. It's about, Everything you do is to help other people. Everything you do is to speak life in other people, and everything you do is is to build people up. And I and I genuinely believe that that's how um, you've attained the reach that you've had is because you're always in it for everyone else. Does that make sense? No, it does. Thank you so much. And it's everything you're saying is true. I mean, it's uh, this is how I see social media. I just see it as an extension of how we communicate in the real world. It's no different to how we show up in the real world. And I really don't think you can fake it. Maybe you can for a little while, but you just can't. And um, people look at my profile and look, it's not the 
biggest compared to others if we were to be real but what I've built took hours and hours and hours and hours you know what it's like Ava you know when you post a video well especially you like you get like all these comments it takes time to respond and and you've got to show that love and that care back and and I, the way I look at it too is if someone has watched a video and it's a minute or 35, 35 seconds of their life, like that's amazing. They chose to listen to you. They chose to watch something or read something. And, um, and yeah, you're right. Look, I genuinely do care. And I just have this thing where I just want to instill hope in people. And I think that it's a very sad place when you do lose hope because it's that thing that keeps you going especially in those dark places. If you're going through depression or anxiety or something terrible has happened in your life and if you've lost hope, that's a very, very scary place to be in. And in my mind, um, I just want people to keep feeling that beautiful sense of hope. I just think it's just what keeps us going as human beings. And I want to keep putting that forward every single time. I try to do that anyway, every single time I communicate with somebody or where I'm online or doing a video or something. So I always try to do that. Yeah. It's, it's, again, there has been a red thread. There's been many red threads throughout this conversation, but one is your giving nature, right? A lot of people talk about filling up buckets, right? And you do that on a mass scale. How <laughs> do you come back to yourself um, and make sure that you're always replenished? That's such a good question. I wish I could just say, well, you know, I practice yoga every day and I meditate every day and I have my green juice and like, it's not, it's not the truth. I'm going to be real. I'm, I'm honest. There are definitely days where I do, I feel exhausted. I, I really do. And, uh, and of course I take care of myself. Can I take better care? A hundred percent, a thousand percent I can. Um, but the, the reality is, you know, I don't, I don't know for me right now, whether there's any real sense of balance because I do so many different things, you know, obviously I'm online, I have my business, I'm a mother, I have my family, uh, I have all these roles to play and I have just come to a place to agree that there is compromise. And sometimes I do compromise my own, uh, I guess, sense of peace or looking after myself. I really do want to focus more on that. And that's something that I do struggle with. I really do. Like I would love to do more things that are more um, focused on myself, but that means it takes time away from my daughter or it takes time away from my business or like how do you navigate through all of these things? And I don't know if anybody really speaks the truth on this because sometimes I think, is it just me? Like, some people do look like they figured it all out, but then again, they don't talk about all the support that they have around them. You know, there's, they've got their nannies or they've got their cleaners and people that make food for them. And, and I just want to be honest with myself and go, okay, compromise. If I'm doing this interview, it's take, I'm not doing something else and that, and that's okay. Like I, I believe in that compromise and, and you choose to do that. But as for looking at myself, like looking after myself, I need to do more of that. I'm not going to pretend and say I figured it all out because I haven't. Uh, and I think when you are such a giver, you do lose energy sometimes and, um, and, and because people expect and want more and more from you. And, and that's the thing because you've set that trend, 
it's like when that person that never says no, like a friend of yours, you're like, oh, do you want to do this? Oh, yeah, sure. And then one day they say no, and you're like, oh, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> you said no? <laughs> yeah, so um, I do need to do a better job. What will that look like? Even if it just means just reading a book for half an hour without distraction, like I feel like that's self-love and self-care. Um, but I do, I feel like I'm always doing things for so many people all the time. Um, but I do love that too. So, but I, but I do need to take good care of myself. Like I haven't really answered your question, but I just wanted to just basically say, I'm not going to pretend and say, I have my green juice every day because <laughs> I don't, I need to though. <laughs> I think that's important to say that. I think it is like, you know, in some cases when people ask me about like my morning routine, I'll tell them like my favorite routine, which is I like to get up at 4.30 in the morning. I like to read. I like to work out. I like to get ready for the day, get on some good mascara. Like that's important to me. But that like, but in honesty, in reality, I can't do it every day. Like I, I love my roommate. Sometimes she'll keep me up till one in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, I kind of, I'm enjoying college, but like last night I was up till midnight studying for two tests that I completely forgot that I had today. Like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> and we're doing this interview. What are you doing? <laughs> Tima, I more than any time. Like, it's, <laughs> okay. I should, I should both like, you know, it, it's, it's hard to find a balance. And you know, when it comes to that quote unquote work-life balance, some people say, yes, there is a balance. Some people say there's no such thing. Life is life. C'est la vie. But you know, I genuinely appreciate your, your honest and vulnerability in that because you, we can always do better, but at the same time, you love what you love and that fulfills you in a way. It is, it is definitely a super intricate, interesting thing. Like, have you seen other people? Like, do they give advice? I, I don't know. Oh, well, this is the thing, Ava, like, I don't know if I really believe anyone. I don't, and I don't mean to be negative or pessimistic about it. That's just the truth because sometimes I do, I'm like, is it, is it literally just me? Cause I know it's not just me, but we live in, okay. Social media, we live in a world where, and I say this all the time, it's so curated. It's like a frozen moment in time. You see a picture or you see a video. And even when people are trying to be real, it still looks perfect. <laughs> it just does, right? It kind of does. And if I look up to say other female entrepreneurs, yeah, you know, there are some that talk about the challenges, but, you know, I don't know. I just feel like it's just not real enough. It's it's just not. And um, I just don't take it for face value because I feel like I just haven't figured it out yet. And when I do, I will share my figure out, oh my, it's not even a word, my figured out answer to your question. Um, that is the most the worst way to put a response, but I am still figuring out. I don't know if I really believe what people are telling me because there are a lot of people that I know that are big online and then you meet with them and they're really quite sad and they're really unhappy or they're, they don't have it all together. And then you think, okay, well, how many more people don't have it all together? And why do we have to keep pretending that we have it all together? So that's why I don't really necessarily believe that we all have that, you know, all these people have a balance and 
you know, it's like those people that snap, you know, going to the gym and they snap their salad. Like, do you really have to, like, can't you just eat it for yourself and not have to expose it to the world? Like, what are we trying to prove here? And, uh, and yeah, I, I don't know if I really believe what I'm seeing and I don't like saying that out loud because I don't want to be that negative person, but that's just genuinely how I feel. So I've just come to learn that there are definitely moments that I do compare. I'm not going to pretend where I look at other women and I think, oh my gosh, they've got four kids and they've got it figured out. And I'm still, I still feel like I'm, you know, constantly working, constantly trying things and trying to better my life. And, but then again, it's what they've decided to show me, not just me, but everyone. Uh, and, and what I don't like is, um, there are so many women out there that have families and kids and they show you like how perfectly dressed they are with their perfect houses. Their per it's just this standard of just this unrealistic level that you just cannot live every single day. It's just unrealistic and it's just unhealthy. So I just don't want to be a part of that. I don't. And um, I don't know if I'll ever figure it out but I know that I'm always a work in progress and there are things that will work today that may not work in a month's time. And I'm okay with that. As long as my relationship with my daughter is not compromised, that's all I really care about because everything else can be rebuilt, but my relationship with my child cannot. So um, everything else is, is okay. If that falls apart, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. And your daughter is, absolutely wonderful. I got to talk with her a little bit before. <laughs> she is just, oh, she resembles you. She's curious. She's exploring the world. She is a <laughs> talker. Like, she, you know, I, she, she is going to embrace the world by storm because she has such an amazing mother. I have to say that. I have to say that. Thank you. I hope so. I hope so, Ava. And, you know, when I, when I came across to you, I thought if my, if my daughter was and I've said this to you before, like a 10th of what you bring to the world. And I know she's an incredible girl. She, she is, she's an amazing girl, but if she can grow up to be like you, I would be the proudest mum ever because what you embody is what I would love for her to focus on. You know, you're a beautiful girl. We've talked about this before, but you don't rely on your looks. You don't rely on your body. You don't rely on any of those things. You really just rely on your substance and how you show up in the world. And I want her to focus on these things. And again, you know, so many young people are exposed to this ideal of what perfection is. And the perfection is even more perfect than what it was five years ago. Yeah. And I don't, isn't that true, Ava? Honestly, like five years ago, perfect was here. And now it's here. Like it's been such a big jump. I mean, we even talked about this a little bit before. Um, when you were talking about the movie Clueless, you're like, oh my gosh, like the the makeup's different, the shots are different. I mean, yeah, like she's she's a gorgeous girl, the main character, but she's not what's to, what today's standard is. It's it's it's. I I don't want to say like, I don't want to say harmful, but at some point it gets to be harmful. And and in all seriousness and in all vulnerability, um, college has shown me a lot. College is you know. I college has taken away a lot of my naivety, which has been an interesting process to see and to watch. And you know, a lot of my peers—I hate to say it—but like they, they, you know, they use their sexuality and they use their, 
their looks for certain things. Like it's so easy to make money now off of your looks in a variety of different ways. It's so easy now to make money off of your body in a variety of different ways. And genuinely, genuinely, it's so easy that you're like, I could do that. Any, any woman can, I can do that. I can do that. And I could just, you know, get 400 bucks now and it'd be so nice. But I always come back to like you as an example. I'm like, Tima would be disappointed in me if I did this. Tima. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're so adorable. I love that. <laughs> you know, I, when it comes to picking out, like when it comes to picking out outfits, when it comes to how I want to present myself, like I genuinely use you as a model of like, of like, you know, Tima is elegant. She's graceful in this and she never would, you know, she would never do this. So why should I, you know? <laughs> and that's like, seriously, you have been such a role model to me and, ways you can't like ways you can't even imagine like just on the daily thinking about you thinking about nathan harris thinking about jt mccormick some amazing people in my life and going you know they would not do this why would i do this or if they knew that i did this or did not do this they would be disappointed so i need to do or do not do these things it's you know even when you talked about having that support system you know and how you wanted that back in your in your younger years like i have that and it's been nothing but a blessing. Like, mm-hmm. I hate tearing up about it, but every time I think about the people in my life that push me forward, I'm so grateful. So grateful. Um, we're grateful to have you in our life too, Ava. I mean, you are an, you are an amazing person and it's just a two-way thing. You know, we're not, you're making a difference in my life and I'm sure that you're making a difference in these other people that you really respect in your life too. And I think what's really important is that, you are grateful for it, but you are applying the information. It's one thing just saying and, and looking at somebody or, um, you know, it's like reading a book. It doesn't mean anything unless you apply the information. It won't change your life unless you apply the information. And I think the way you're looking at your life is, say, compared to, say, a 30-year-old, um, uh, not, not a, not a 19 year old, not, not a, not a teenager, if that makes sense. So you are 19, right? What, what's your yeah, age I, now? I just turned 19. Okay. You just turned 19. I'm like, okay, I've got that right. <laughs> okay. So, so you're applying the information and equally you are bringing value in our life as well. So it's definitely not a one way thing. I just want you to know that. And, and can I just touch on, um, you know, the, uh, the looks and, and, uh, and, and I know that, yes, people can make money off their looks and there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with feeling sexy or wanting to look sexy or anything. Just define it for what it means to you. And sexy does not always mean showing your entire body. Let's just be clear with that. And also, if you rely on your looks, I'm sorry to say, you know, physical beauty does not last forever. And girls need to understand this. And the more focused you are on your looks, the more obsessed you're going to be placing value on that. And then it may not feel real now, especially if you're 20 or 19, you will be 35 one day, you will be 36 one day. And then you'll see, even when you, even if you do Botox and fillers and all of that, you are not 20 anymore. And that will be a reality that will hit you. And it seems like such a long, long time away if you're 20 but it comes around very quickly. There is nothing wrong with using that as a tool if you need to, but do not rely on it. Do not rely on it because there will always be someone younger and prettier than you. And that's the truth. When you're 35 
and you're working alongside a 20 year old, you will feel 35, no matter how pretty you are. And you will realize that there is someone that is always going to be younger and prettier than you. And it's a real risk focusing just on your looks because um, this is the video that I was telling you about, Ava, I did this video, I haven't put it out yet, but the message is that physical beauty fades, but substance does not fade. And if you invest in whatever it is that you are bringing into the world versus just how you look, you've won because you're not relying on your looks because they're not always going to be there. And that's the sad truth. That is a sad part of aging. And, um, and I just want women and young girls to really understand that because you know, we don't want to be sexualized. We don't want to be treated different to men. You know, we want to be these strong women. Then don't focus on your looks, focus on your brain, focus on investing in yourself. That is how you show up in the world. And if you happen to be pretty, then amazing. If you're not, that's okay. Put some makeup on. I'm sure that we can all feel a bit prettier from time to time. We're all pretty anyway. We're all beautiful in our own way. But my point is, is do not focus on your looks because that is going to disappear at one stage. And uh, it's, a, it's a very, very risky investment to make. You will not get a return on your investment because it just dwindles as, as, you, as you age. And that's the truth. So, what it, I want to let that sink in because that's just, that's powerful. That's powerful. I mean, again, you can have women that speak it and you can have women that do it right? Oh, you know, looks aren't everything. Looks aren't everything as they pose on the beach really seductively. And, you know, it, it's, it is a bit frustrating. Like I know people, I know influencers that are known for like the business world, but they'll really sexualize themselves. And I'm like, and I, and I hate it because I'm like, this is not like, this does not have to be a defining principle to be a woman in business. You don't have to show off your body. You don't have to always be pretty in order to make it, in order to be successful. And I would never want, you know, my, like a little girl to look at that and be like, oh, so like if I want a CEO, I have to, you know, look like this and I have to act like this. I'm like, no, you like never, never. And, you know, it upsets me. And that's why I hold, you know, I hold you to such a high standard and that's why you're on this podcast. You're on this podcast for a dozen reasons. You are a phenomenal person. You speak life and the truth into so many people, but also you embrace a graceful, femi like femininity where you're, you're so confident in yourself and you don't have to show off, um, you know, you don't have to show off your body and you are this beautiful person and people respect that elegancy, right? Um, and that's what I want for all these. That's what I want for my audience. That's what I want for my sister. That's what I want for all these young women that are going to listen to this because they need to know that you are someone to look up to, especially in terms of gracefulness in every aspect of your life. Thank you so much. And it's such an, it really is, it just makes me equally like as passionate about this topic because uh, you know, I see young girls all the time and, you know, 14 year olds, they're just, they're just so worried about the, the way they look. And it just, it, it, it honestly makes me feel like crying just out of like frustration. Like there's so much more to life. Your brain is like your confidence. Can I just say confidence is the sexiest thing that you can have. And let's just be honest. I mean, how many of us, you know, women, we can come across with you know come across men that are not say that good looking but their confidence makes them a million times more good looking than the good looking guy confidence is this amazing energy that you can cultivate and it's a skill 
and it's something that you can build on and it's just the physical appearance like i get it i know that it's what people see but people if that's all it is then it gets boring mm -hmm. then what do you have to offer after that once they're bored <laughs> do, do your hair in a different way or you know wear a shorter skirt or wear a lower top like then what then there's nothing then there's nothing you've lost yourself and then you'll hate yourself and you'll resent yourself and then when you start aging you're going to be depressed i just want women just to know that there's so much more we're so much more than our looks we really are absolutely and that's tima i could talk to you for hours and that's such a <laughs> to end on where can everyone find you where can everyone reach out to you uh, <laughs> find you like you are a phenomenal phenomenal character well if your gen z audience is on linkedin they can find me on linkedin just connect with me there um and uh just send me a direct message and and i'll and let me know that you've come from ava's podcast and i'll connect with you and uh i'm also on instagram and uh, they're mainly the two main platforms. Uh, I also have my own podcast as well. You can listen to that if you just type in Tima. Uh, Ava was actually the most listened to episode on my podcast. Just, just letting you know, just putting that out there. Everyone fell in love with you, Ava. And, um, and yeah, so Ava's also on my podcast too. And we did that interview that was just after you came back from your first trip to the UN, which we talked about, which was amazing. So... So yeah, that's how people can find me. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for being on. I loved having you. It's my pleasure. And thank you to everyone who is still listening and, uh, and I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview series. I would love to know some of your best takeaways. You can find me easily on LinkedIn or Instagram just by searching Ava Wetrick and I'll happily get back to you and have a conversation. If you really enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a rating in iTunes. That act will compound in ways that I can't even imagine. As you have just found a mentor here, go out into the world and see who you can be a mentor to today.